0: This is At Risk Radio. Welcome to At Risk Radio. At Risk Radio is a show where we talk about leadership in the church at risk. My name is Mark Stafford, and I'm the host of the show. I'm here with David Witt. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International and the author of the new book called God's Global Grace Movement, Hope Arising from an Awakening in India. Now, David, today we want to talk about Chapter 11, and Chapter 11 is on a subject that is pretty unpopular with Americans and that's fasting. Okay. So don't check out. I think you're going to be greatly encouraged because it's about fasting and prayer. And we want to hear what David has to say today about how fasting and prayer has really impacted his life. So tell me this, David, have you ever gone on a really long fast before? I I am such a
1: desperate, needy man that yes, I've had to. I feel like I wouldn't have lasted this long, Mark in the ministry, if it wasn't for God's grace in allowing me and showing me how to do fast because. Um, yeah, I've done fasts as long as even 40 days, although I did a meal a day on that one. I did 21 day fast one time of um, juice only. I've done all kinds of fasts, 10 day, and seven day. I, I, you know, Mark, I seek the Lord. And I ask him, God, do you want me to go to on fast? One, two is what kind of fast do you want me to do? You know, yeah. I mean, you could fast for your media. There's a ton of different fasts. You can fast for chocolate or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the idea is getting things out of your life and setting them aside for a season that could be right. a distraction, sometimes even an idol to some people. Right. And right. and it offer that as a sacrifice to the Lord mm-hmm. so that we replace that time, that desire, that craving Mm-hmm. now with craving the Lord and in His Word. Right, and that's right. a really powerful way that even, obviously, Jesus taught and throughout the scriptures, Old and New Testament, that um, saints uh, overcame difficulties, and the Bible has a lot to talk about. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and that's been an integral part of the church planting movement and God's global grace movement They're working in India.
0: David, I just saw a picture come back of you in a huge room full of church planters, a whole room full of guys who are going to go out there and start new churches. Now, what I know is that to train these church planters, it doesn't cost a lot of money, but it does cost some. And if we can get them a bicycle, they can get to not just a couple of churches, but sometimes seven or eight churches or more. And the gospel really goes a lot further with a bicycle. Now, it wasn't that long ago that Pastor Singh called us and he said, I want you to join me in a 21-day fast because we have some desperate needs here. Would you join us? Can you tell us what happened as a result of that fast?
1: Yeah, this incident happened, right, actually, that I refer to in the book right when I I I was concluding the, the writing of the book. Okay. And this is one of the last chapters I wrote, actually. What I saw happen is they, Pastor Singh, there was just a lot of issues going persecution going on and needs. Uh, so he called for a 21 day Daniel fast. and I mean, that was the whole network. So hundreds of thousands. So what's a Daniel fast? Uh, a Daniel fast was where uh, Daniel uh, prayed and fasted ultimately for uh, 21 days to seek the Lord's guidance and and in and time indeed okay and um and so ultimately that's a fast mm-hmm. that's a fast that most people will will go without you know without um, regular eating and just you know just just juices or water um it, some people do the fast without Meat. I mean, again, it depends on what, where you look. Even in Daniel and other scriptures, it's right. a personal conviction. But they, you know, and they let people have freedom. How they did that fast? But ultimately, right. the whole uh, the whole network did twenty one days, one way or another, fasting. And um, and one of the one of the great needs was for God to bring the provision for more schools mm. and in the graduation and bicycles. Uh, and when we're talking about ultimately over a hundred thousand dollars, and we were just wow we were within three weeks because that it was gonna it was gonna end right before graduation and we were over uh for all those needs uh, de- uh we needed a hundred thousand mm. uh, dollars over a hundred thousand dollars and they prayed it fast and mark at the end of that time the whole graduation, you know, which we feed uh, house people, over 600 people at that point wow. um, at this, you know, gathering hall. Right. Um, it's expensive. I mean, there's just, yeah, right. not, it's not expensive per person. It's amazing we had a dime of the dollar compared to what, what it would cost in America. Right. But still, that's up. And then on top of it, they were able to raise the funds for uh, over 100 bikes, uh, bicycles, um, wow. the, uh, So, uh, which is $100 each. So right. it was just the power of prayer that, you know, God, we get God's attention when we humble ourselves uh, and we just, and we cry out to Him. Right. And, and that's what we saw demonstrated. Now, I do want to also add, though, so that people don't get the wrong impression, that I'm we're not advocating for a formalistic you know, kind of prosperity gospel the sense of if you do prayer and fasting, God's obligated now to do whatever we ask Him to do, kind of thing. Um, that's not the heart of God. When we humble and fast ourselves, we get the heart of God. We know what He's doing, and when our hearts are are humbled and now clean, now He could pour out His blessings because He knows it's going to be done in a clean way. Right, and right. that's. The point I think that people need to get, understand that when we want to see God and revival, we need to have prayer and fasting as a part of it, because that's some of the, God needs to clean some things up and, and, and move us in his authority.
0: So by the grace of God, they were able to get the funds that they needed. So David, tell me how many church planters did they send out as a result of that answered prayer? Yeah, that that graduation
1: was over 600. Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, Six hundred graduates, yeah, which included that's incredible, yeah, which included church planters and uh, I think it was two hundred wow. lighthouse ladies. So there would be about four hundred. Amazing uh, church planters, about two hundred lighthouse ladies. So yeah,
0: it was packed. Okay, David. For those who aren't familiar with our podcast or haven't listened before, the lighthouse ladies are a group of ladies who are trained in discipleship and they're given some tools to go out and start a micro business, a sewing micro business. Inside of their shops, they're given a mp3 player where they can play the Bible on audio, on an audio recording, and use this whole setup as a tool to not only provide for themselves, but also to provide uh, a means for the gospel to go out into these communities. Now, tell me this, if I got this right, every church planner starts somewhere between three and eight churches. Did I get that right, David? Uh, within 12 months,
1: we've we've discovered that the average church planner plants five house churches oh, wow. and the average house church is uh, is about 20 so it's usually about a hundred souls are impacted discipled in the in in the word of god now if we give them a bicycle it, it increases three more to eight within yeah. uh 12 months if we have the funds and resources for a bicycle mm-hmm. so these are all tools we do not do a pastor support program they're not dependent pit upon us these are tools it belongs to them and they trust the lord for their daily
0: provision Okay, when we get back from our break, I know there's a story you wanted to tell about one person who had a church planner pray for them and they were miraculously healed. So we'll talk about that. And we'll talk about how God is taking a group of 600 church planners and turning that into thousands who are impacted by the gospel. We'll be right back. At Risk Radio. At Risk Radio and our partnership with SOM International is working to bring 2 million Bibles into Venezuela. For more information about how you can help, go to atriskradio.com. Welcome back to at risk radio. I'm online with David Witt. David Witt is the CEO of SOM international and the author of a new book called God's global grace movement. It's all about India and some of the amazing work that's happening right now in India as revival is spreading through the land. Now, in our first segment, we talked about how there was this insurmountable obstacle. There was a group of men that wanted to be trained as church planters. And honestly, we needed an amount of money that was impossible, just impossible. And yet through the process of prayer and fasting, God provided. And so what happened as a result of that is that these men went out into these communities, 600 men, and that represents thousands of people who are reached for Christ. But you know, David, there are times that you talk about how there are a million people total in this network. And that seems like this really incredible number. And we talk about thousands of church planters that have gone out as a result of the ministries that SOM is involved in over in India, but Hey, tell me about one guy. I know there's one guy you talk about in the book. His name is Bariah. And Bariah had an interaction with one of these church planters and God did something amazing. Tell me a little bit about his story. Uh, yeah. So Bariah was, uh, he, he got jaundice when he was younger okay. and
1: very sick. And uh, then uh, mm. so we prayed for him, a believer came along and prayed for him and he received the gospel. And he began to grow in the Lord. And in 2009, all the way back, he was called to minister, begin to share the gospel and his testimonies grown in but he saw the need that he to be equipped to really grow in the word he didn't feel like he was effective he didn't know the bible very well and then he was able to meet pastor Singh okay and he heard pastor Singh's vision for discipleship planning schools right. that was uh, about to be launched he was there at the very, very beginning of all this mark hmm. uh, and there was a group of people committed for praying and seeking God for instruction mm-hmm. to equip people for effective ministry yeah. and so then he was one of the first then, to be enrolled in our church planting schools and he began to as they began to learn together they would go out and witness Mm. they would invite others to these again what we just talked about these organic uh, home meetings uh, that even though he said there was no pulpit no sound box no music and no traditional church setup, the movement of God was real that's a quote from him that's amazing people would be lying on the uh, mud floor weeping for hours Uh for the lost had died. Many received a de- deep passion for the lost. Oh, wow. And uh, so as he graduated, he talked about, it, he came more and more excited for the word of God. Right. Um, and so he learned the power of prayer and fasting that was to keep him in the heart of God, mm-hmm. and the power of God. And so as, as he began to see more and more lost in his villages and the people that he was around, the Lord stirred uh, up for him to be able to raise up 27 discipleship planners From surrounding schools, so this guy's a leader of leaders, Mark. Yeah, you know, right? I mean, this we're a leadership podcast. This is what leadership is about. That's right. Is and when we have the passion of Christ and the prayer and fasting of Christ, Hmm. He gives us the tools of Christ, um, which again, the keys of the heart, and He's unlocking hearts to and calling them to follow Christ. And then He says that after He um, and so He became instructor, and He instructed in the basics, and He continued to. plant churches and raise up leaders. He says that through prayer fasting and the work of church planting, he was able to, uh, at the time I interviewed him, that he was able to raise
0: raise up 137 fellowships planted under his leadership. That's an incredible story, David. I mean, one guy with really limited tools, not even a sound box, was able to train up 137 other people and get these churches started. Now tell me this, David, when a church planner is trained, what kind of things are they sent out with? Yeah, well, and that, that connects to prayer fast
1: fasting because, for instance, like, Mark, we're living on the bikes. We, we've we been able to provide bikes for about, oh, two-thirds of all our church players just because yeah. we just haven't had the resources. Right. And, and so we can't give them out to all of them. So the way that they decide who gets a bicycle is the leadership will come and pray and fast and seek the Lord for... Mm-hmm you know, who the Lord really is highlighting, who to encourage and who's being effective. And that, but alongside of that, the church players, when they don't have a bike, they know the way to get a bike is to pray and fast. That God makes it (laughs) effective. And that Lord would give them, you know, favor of even somebody in America Mm -hmm. would give a hundred dollars for a bike. And then we get over there and they get a bike. And so these tools, they feel like have been prayed in. And so the tools that we're giving them are Bibles. We give each graduate a Bible, DVDs of God's story in the Jesus film. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, then the audio, uh, the uh, the audio. Uh bibles at times and we have funds Mm -hmm. for that and the shepherd staff it's a pastor's manual that's really good for pastors just practical things even you know the the scriptures and how to conduct a wedding how to conduct a funeral you know children's ministry um, adult ministries uh issues of you know god that jesus the holy spirit uh, it just breaks down a practical manual for churches to have a reference Mm -hmm. Uh, and so these have really been just um you know the tools that have helped the the church buyers excel. Right. Uh, but today again, the the I, I hope the leadership principle that everybody's gotten is mm. if we're going to be effective leaders, we have to found everything in prayer and fasting. Right. Uh, it is just a foundation for reproduction and for being a righteous light for Christ.
0: I think when we have a lot of resources, it's harder for us to depend on the Lord. And what an encouragement it is to us to hear these guys who don't have a lot but they're really trusting in the Lord through prayer and fasting to provide for their needs well hey we want to encourage you to step out and becoming a better leader in the kingdom of God at risk radio invites you to get involved with those who risk much for Jesus you can get involved by subscribing to our newsletter sometimes in these newsletters you see pictures of these guys who are going out and risking it all for Jesus and you can pray for them and we want to encourage you to subscribe to that newsletter you can find that out at riskradio.com. You can also support this podcast by subscribing or by sharing it with a friend. And finally, at risk radio, these church planters, SOM International, they're all crowdfunded ministries or supported as you sign up to be a monthly donor or as you buy books or you donate in exchange for a book in the bookstore. You can find the bookstore at spiritofmartyrdom.com. Until next time, my name is Mark Stafford and this has been at risk radio. You've been listening to At-Risk Radio. For more, go to atriskradio.com. At-Risk Radio is a
1: production of SOM International.